Welcome to The Hack, the straight-talking smart tech podcast where we discuss the ever-changing world we live in today. It's time to start thinking differently. So tune in and buckle up for some home truths as Hull and East Yorkshire's very own digital tech experts talk transformation and change, focusing on people, process and technology. Back. Certainly are. How are we doing? Good, thanks. Just a pair of us in the, in the studio today? Yeah, it's just the two of us. Some bit, some bit of music? Yeah, just the two of us. <laughs> bit of Ben Rennie's um, epic tune. He's, he's getting himself about a bit, isn't he? I know, he's, he's, he's he there, smashing it. Out there with, is it Joel Corey, is it? Joel Corey, yeah. Yeah, so super. I googled Joel Corey and I knew what actually, I actually knew. His, One of his songs? Yeah. Good, I like it. What are we up to? We, had, we, we, we thought we'd jump on, didn't we, and do a... A bit of an ad hoc one, really, because we was both at an event last night, weren't we? Yeah, Ant Middleton. Yeah, how, it was how, great, one. How it? good was that? Real good, real good. I took a lot from it, didn't you? Oh, just... Well, I said to you, I said, I think we need to have a conversation about this. And you said, well, let's jump on the old... Let's jump on the old podcast and record the conversation. So, what was your um, big take on from it, then? What was it? So, anyone not knowing... I'm sure everyone knows who Ant Middleton is, but he's the um, SAS... Who dares wins? Got kicked off Channel 4 or left Channel 4 or something went on there allegedly. Yeah, went up, not friends, no, we could definitely not friends. But he's over in Australia. Yeah. And making he, a great success of it over there. Yeah, representing the British SAS and yeah. doing, doing the country proud, isn't he? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was good. It was really informative last night. I took loads from it. A lot of self-reflection, should yeah. we say? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And like you said, if you take anything personally... What he's, what he's saying, that's because he's probably he's talking to you. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I completely agree with that. And I think the interesting bit on it is his tour was called, let's just have a look, what was it? Mind of a Muscle, Zero Negativity and New Age of Thinking. And I thought, oh, I love that. I yeah, like that. I, I like, like that. that. But I think what's so profound, I think, like anything, you know, if you only take one idea, yeah, just one idea away, it's job done, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I mean, you've got pages, pages I, of notes on me, look, look. <laughs> Wait, where's that on here? Look, I've got absolute pages upon page of notes. Yeah, situational change, personal change. So situational change where you can't control it. Control it. Controllable. And we've heard it named various different scenarios before. And personal change, uh, something that you can control. And he spoke about that absolutely brilliantly, where about people's mindset and negative mindsets and refocusing and... Nothing will come good from a negative mindset. Yeah, which we know. And I think, you know, what really struck home with me, though, is the, the way he sort of discussed loss and dealing with loss. Yeah. Because he'd had a lot of loss and he'd lost his mother um, through the pandemic. None of his friends in the forces. Yeah, and his father, very young as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he And did. the way he was speaking... Was, was he five? No, it's, it's six, Na- six, six, I think. Yeah, five or six. six and he yeah. moved into France when he was seven, didn't he? Yep. No, he lost his father at five. And he got his stepfather at six and moved to and France. Moved to France. Yep. Yeah. But what he was talking about really was <laughs> dealing with loss, and it struck a, such a chord with me because obviously I lost my dad. Yep. Uh, I'm sure it hit a chord with you. Yep. Uh, we're talking to Zoe, you know, about losing a mum. Really resonated. And I think all your great speakers, they're able to take something so complex and give you a, a, a context about it, aren't they? And make it so simple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, for me, the, the way he sort of, he mentioned it, so if we, if we take that back, what you've just mentioned, he said, we've got situational change, yeah, which we cannot control. And yeah. he, he gives some great examples. So he talked about World War One came along. Yeah. People adapted and, 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 and got on with it and they, they made the situation. Um, again, World War Two comes along. 
we adapt, we adjust, we, we go rebuild. Again. And when you look back, it was only recently Remembrance Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, it certainly was. And we look back at that. What amazing work people of World War One, World Two, and all of our servicemen do for us. Eternally grateful. So I think, yeah, you look at that. But what he gave you as a new context really was, he said COVID nineteen. You know, yeah, the pandemic. Ex- the way it really affected him, it really affected me, you, it affected everybody on the planet, didn't it? Right. And I think the thing that we've all got to be really present of, we're still living through history right now, aren't we? Yeah, we're still, it's, it's still living gone. with it's history. Not, it's not gone. Not it's gone. Still here, finding new variances. So we're still fighting it. Yeah, so what did you take from that then when he was talking on that? I I just found, like he said, humans are designed to change and evolve and people are kept in a room or they're kept isolated and they can't meet other humans and interact and not being able to go out and meet people has been... He's really, really... He's really, really active person. He loves getting up in the morning, loves getting out there. I love going out and getting amongst people and meeting people. And the pandemic stopped all that. Yeah. And we all, we, it's something that we can't control. It's a situational change that we can't control and we've got to get on with it and we've got to get the best out of it. But some people can't handle it. It's affected a lot of people. Yeah, I get that. And I think, I'm going to move your mic a bit closer because you're a bit low, man. But I think the the interesting bit on, on that, what, what really occurred was, he started talking around it. <laughs> Death around a, a being a void. A void, yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah. but he said, it's a void that you want to avoid. Yes. And he said, but the only way, if, if we leave it and we don't attend to it, it's going to turn into a black hole and it's going to suck us up in it. And it's a, a big negative black hole. So it's about living in the void. Yeah, and, and living in the void. And, and and if we don't commit to change... We're pause, gonna, pause our life? Yeah, pause our life. You just took the words right out of my mouth. And I, I think when you look at that, like... I remember being in that void. He talks about, we've got, I think, is it five stages he talks about? So we've got number one, we've got to commit. Yeah. We've got to commit and we've got to step into that fear, haven't we? Yeah. Commit to failure. Commit, yeah. Not saying it's just a failure, but commit to make an action. Yep. He then talks about, um, in terms of toxic mindsets, we start, we've either got a positive mindset or we've got a toxic mindset. And he says, first one is fear of the. Yep. And people don't want to commit, we don't want to step through that door, do they? And you've got examples of that. You've got tons, haven't you? I've got tons, but any examples personally yourself on that? Were you scared of the unknown? Yeah, I, I worked, I think we've talked about it, I worked for the same company for 30 odd years, but for probably the last five years I wanted to leave. And I still think sometimes if the company was still open now and this was three years ago, I might still be in yeah, there. Yeah, you'd still be there. Yeah, talking about leaving, because it was my comfort blanket and I wasn't prepared to grow. So I wasn't committing to change. I wasn't committing to evolving. It was my comfort. and But I have committed to change. I have committed to evolve. And I have grown. And I am living the best life now. Yeah, but I think scared of the unknown, which is a huge oh, one. I was very scared. Yeah, and I, I hear that. And then we're, we're, he, he talks, so fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. fear of failure. Is it, fear is of it? not being good enough. Yeah, but I think if we jump back up on again yeah. and we talk about f- fear of failure... Yeah, and we'll come back to feel not being good enough. But fear of failure, when you think of it, is you know fear of the unknown. If you're scared of what's out there, but also you're scared of failing, I, that's plagued me for my entire life. I absolutely hate failing. Or oh, that used to be the words I used to use. I used to hate failing, but I believe since I went to go see Tony Robbins, he helped me yep. change my sort of mindset around that. In terms of you know 
we've got to step forward. We've got to learn from it. We've got to grow from it, and we've got to become a better version of ourselves. And Ant was talking about that last night, wasn't he? Exactly that. Yeah. And do you think you've ever suffered from a fear of failure? Yes, very much. Um, I've never wanted to fail, but I know if you're going to learn and you're going to grow, you're going to fail along the way. And what I did like last night from Ant, and what I did like about what he said about failure, is it's great to fail but collect small percentages along the way yeah. and get better along the way so all we're doing we'll let we're failing but we're learning along the way so we'll grow in the end because yeah. we're committing yeah we're failing forward yeah and i think that's part of the process yeah we have to fail because the only true learning comes from failing and i'd i'd never learned because i'd I'd never committed because I didn't want to fail. Correct. And so it's interesting when you see that. And I think, like, even if I've got some great examples of that myself in terms of I was in the same business. And you can say I was in my comfort banker, but we grew it from 3 million to 15 million. And a lot of that was because I was so scared of failing. The way I was with the customers, the way I was, you know, I just didn't want to let the customers down, didn't want to fail, didn't want the job to yeah. go wrong. And it consumed me, did that failure. And again, I could have stepped out of there earlier than I, I probably did but I had this fear of not being good enough I thought I needed other people around me I'm, I'm linking into that one so I was scared of the unknown scared of failure and then I didn't really believe I was good enough and I, I think that's what Tony Robbins really helped me with, with. And I think I think the interesting part on that is because the time I was doing that I tried to get you to do it as well yeah and the difference we had which is, which is a huge difference is I was very blessed and fortunate that I could go work with Tony Robbins one-to-one -one, right all I could do for you was what did I do? Sit me in your in your study with Tony Robbins's tapes. Yeah, and I did learn quite a bit from it. Probably, I did it at the wrong time. I probably got a bit too much going on in my life at that particular time. Is that just a, is, that, is that just a story? No, I think I was probably at my lowest. Right, at the time. then right. Uh, yeah, I think I was probably at the lowest at my time. So when you talk about depression and anxiety and stuff like that. It's hard to concentrate when you're suffering. But interestingly, though, because I've known you a long time, love yep. your pieces, yep. right? And this is somewhat Tony Robbins teaches on them very first tips. Yep. And it's like anything, though, we've got to commit to being open to step through the door. Yeah. And he talked about one thing about change your story, change your life. And really interesting, you saying you weren't ready. But the interesting part of it is we went round the houses and, and so we failed at that, that attempt. Yeah. We opened Andy's Man Club. Yeah. Oh, I open Andy's Man Club and invite you to come. Yeah. You commit to go to Andy's Man Club. Yeah. And actually, Andy's Man Club helped you change your story, which then changed was his hand to do. Changed my story and it has changed my life. And now when I go around speaking to companies and organisations, that's part of one of my slides. So, <laughs> the, so the question is, was you not, was you, was it that you weren't ready or did you have, because of the next stage out of not being good enough, he says, sort of, so you got commit, fear of the unknown, Fear of failure, fear of not being good enough. And then the next one is the toxic mindset. So was it that you know, a toxic mindset was blame, blaming everyone else, victim, can't do it, and in the bottom of that pit. And I'm calling you out on that. You took a decision to commit and Andy's man club, I watched you in, yep. in, in, in not many sessions at all. And the, the, the key bit, what did he say about entitlement last night, which I thought was mind-blowing? You're not entitled to... You can say it. You're not entitled to fuck all. Paul Longley, honestly. Good job, good job no kids listen to this. We'll bleep it out. So apologies for that. And <laughs> the point, because he really talks about the only way you can go from being a having a negative mindset, which can be toxic, is flip it, but you've got to be radically honest with yourself. Yeah. 
so the question there and, and learning is, was you being radically honest with yourself when you were sat in that room? Probably not. And the, reason, the only reason I say that is, when we started this, Food Unknown, you said you was in a job for many years. Yeah. That you didn't want, you didn't like, didn't want to stay in. And that was a catalyst to drive everything else, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in a, I'm probably in a totally different situation now because I've got a totally different mindset. Yeah. Because I flipped a negative mindset to a positive mindset. And I've gone on from strength to strength in the last five years because I changed my story and I changed my life. Yeah, exactly that. So it wasn't that you weren't ready. It was just the mindset one, right? Yeah. Is that, are we agreeing on that? Yeah. I'm challenging on that. I think linking back that to myself, when I look at that, that journey. Is this a giant platform today? No, it's not the giant platform. No. It's not. We're off on a tangent, aren't we? Yeah. Um, no, but I think when I look at myself on that, in that journey, what resonated with me is the passing of my father. And I yeah. know you've struggled with that in terms of it being a big void. And and I think what he really helped last night was, because I sometimes struggle in the sense of, I'm really positive about the way I speak about my father and how I handle that, right? And it was when I did a talk with James Legal. Yeah. When we do a talk yeah. on success, and it was the first time I'd really spoke about him. And it really helped me um, cleanse my soul, if you like, about talk about him in a positive light. Yeah. And what sort of linked that last night was, when he was saying we've got to fill that void with positivity, and you know, I, I look at the and, you know, with my family, the way I bring the kids up, it's all to do with about my dad and what he taught me. Yep. I have a saying that I would do anything, is I would do everything. Yep. It's him. And you, you know him from years ago, the man he was through me, don't you? Yeah. And it's a positive yeah. thing. Yeah, of course right? it is. Same with you and your dad. Yeah. So and I think the problem is we're, we're so scared to commit to be, and, and he, talk, he talked last night about our, our default mindset is negative. Look at the media, it's society, but then I think if we Negativity go back, sells. Yeah, but I think if we go back and look at our fear about the chimp paradox or yep. look at our brain, our reptilian brain, it's designed to save us, so it has to be negative. So it's not... A, I, I don't want people listening thinking that I've got a negative mindset. No, that, that's our greatest power as a human being, having a negative mindset. And what I mean by that is it's our greatest, it's our greatest power, but it's also our greatest infliction if we're not present. Yeah. If we're not present about what it's doing, because it's designed to bloody save us, isn't it? Yeah, it's designed to protect us. But it's about being able to flip it and, and looking at your life so you, you can really progress and move forward. And I think he talks about last night in terms of when you flip a failure, and he talked about when he was going into, he was the first point into storming a building, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, it, it was a good story, this one, wasn't it? Yeah, and he, he talked about that in terms of he was the first one in there, and he's got all his team behind him. Tell him that story. He was scared to go in, wasn't he? He was scared to go in. What happened, he knew that the enemy was at the other side of the door. And he knew the enemy was using an automatic rifle because when it was shooting, it was the bullets was going up. Yeah, and yeah. And it, it was flying through the door. He knew there'd be they knew there'd be a gap in the shots. And he, he also knew, and it, what I found amazing, the way his man was thinking. He was stood in the situation, and he said, because he knew the... the there was firing on automatic. He knew there wasn't as technically uh, gifted as them and competent as them yeah. because they don't waste a single bullet. And he knew that when they was firing the gun, it would eventually rise up and rise have up. to reset it. Yeah, to bring it back down. So it worked all out, and I was like, "That's just what incredible thinking." Yes, just present thinking in the moment. But he was saying he had to storm it, and he three attempts, he still couldn't do it. And he talks about uh, one of his colleagues just simply put the, his arm on his, his shoulder. hand on his shoulders, yeah, and then he went in. And when he went back to the camp on a night, 
and there was talking and he apologised to the guys. He, he thought it failed and the guy said, no, no, because... <laughs> they um, used him as a human shield. They used him as a human shield and they went, I'm glad you was at the front because we'd have never got through. So that just got totally flipped into a positive but because he thought it was a Philly, but it wasn't but, at all. No, but the key point, though, which I took from it, is he was feeling a void up there, and he realised, and he acknowledged it, and he had to be honest with himself in that moment. Yeah. Because he, he knew he didn't go in straight away, and he knows there could have been consequences that he could have got out of hand, he could have gone in there yes. quicker. So he went and owned that, owned that failure, expressed it with everybody else, dealt with it, and he moved on to it. Yes, yeah, he owned it, and like you say, he, he, he flipped it and turned it into a positive as well as his team. So, any other bits you took from him? I took absolutely stacks. I'm going to take everything starts from you. Everything starts from us. No growth, no growth in comfort. We've got to get out of our comfort zone regular, which I'm doing. I know you do on a regular basis where before I used to think, my life's doing all right now, I'll just tick along. I don't need to do really a lot because I'm doing okay. But to grow, you've got to push and it's relentless know when to do it and I get that where it, there's no growth there's no growth in comfort so Monday to Friday I'm absolutely pushing myself and then I relax on a weekend which it's nearly there no exactly that and I think exactly that I, I'm a big believer in you've got to commit but I'm a big believer in circles he talks a lot about circles yeah positive and negative people around you You that's it surround yourself with positivity aren't you because if we surround ourselves with negative people, they end up rubbing off on you. Yeah, and I, I, what I really took from it, though, is being okay to look at my circles and really focus on who are my cheerleaders, who are the people who put their hand on my shoulder when I'm scared. Yeah. Make sure I've got more of them around me. Yeah. And really limit toxic mindsets and, and people who are sort of naysayers, you know, and we get a lot of them. And I think really... Working on that, it, it just re-cemented me in terms of that failure principle. We've got to fail fast, we've got to learn from it, and we've got to keep believing because when we look at personal change, it talks about three areas we can control, and that's phys- physical, which we're in the gym, we're back on that, that, that again, aren't we? You know, we do it five o'clock club. Five o'clock club, but, but again, that, that physical change, it, it then leads to our psychological change. It makes us feel better, endorphins. And it's, again, we've got the man club. That works now, psychological welfare, doesn't it? Every Monday, resets is for the week. Re- resets is for the week, and, and we're being honest with ourselves. How's our week been? Yeah. Everything's got off our chest. And be authentic. I learned that last night, but I, I know about authenticity anyway. But, but, we, but we're talking there, though, Paul, aren't we, in terms of, if we look at that situation where he talks about he's on point guard and he, he delays himself from three sort of bests. Yeah. He talks about, if he wasn't radically honest with himself, he could have walked in and gone, what a great job I did there on first in. Mm. And he could have blown smoke up his own um, tailpipe, yeah. couldn't he? And he was radically honest with himself about why he didn't do and why he didn't commit. And I think at that sort of elite level, he's self-analysing himself that way. We all know when we should get on that phone call, you know, ring someone up or we shouldn't have rung or we don't want to ring, have that awkward conversation, yep. turn up at a meeting when we're maybe not fully ready or deliver a new course or a new piece of technology that's just been developed and we've got to commit and we're going to have to fail and we're going to have to learn and we're going to have to grow and adapt. Um, and I think that's one of the most powerful bits because no one wants to press pause in our life, do they? Don't, no, and be 100% in your skin Love it. because you don't fit into anybody else's. So do what you do best and be your authentic self. Love it. So the best gift we can give ourselves 
is self-belief. Self-belief, yeah, and a positive mindset. And I, I think the, the, the key, what he really helped me on that, though, and it, I look at what you're doing at the moment. I've seen you in terms of business. So a business in the pandemic. Yeah. You had a great idea. You had some great people supporting you, some great cheerleaders, but it was on you to deliver that. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. Because the pandemic and 100 million reasons. And it'd been very easy for you to jump into that sort of blame victim mindset. And when we look back at it, you were scared of the unknown. You had to go on. You, you only had yourself to back in the end, didn't yeah. you? And you were scared of failure, scared of not being good enough, and you've committed. Well done to you for doing it. It's, it's um, yeah, it's been... The, f- the first time was a hard time on it, but it lent me for this year. And I think and it's th- been great. Yeah, but I think what's been really good watching is because you flipped it. Yeah, I have. And I hear you on the because you shared a bit of office space with those at the minute. Other way, I hear you on the phone. I see and hear this co- this confidence in you, this self belief that you never had before. But there was only you could get it. Yeah. And you're doing the same things you were doing before. Just that self belief on that. Just believing. That I know what I'm doing, and and, yeah. and I, I am doing what I'm doing, yeah. yeah. And I do what I trust the process and collaborating and working with people. And I'm not afraid to ask for help if if I ain't got it all figured out. And I've got what it says: surround yourself with great people. I've surrounded myself with a massive support network, and hopefully, I can give back to them as well as they're giving back to oh, me. Oh, you do every day. Um, you, you're part of my support team. You pull me up when I'm scared, and um, I thank you for it. And I think the the thing is though. On it is, for me, I'm really going to focus on. So my number one take-home then, I'm focused on is, I've got a couple of voids. Yep. And I'm going to go fill them with absolute positivity. That's my plan. Yep, that's great. What's your plan? Your one take-home? Man, everything starts with you. So everything starts with me. So when we're talking about leadership and I'm going to start with me. Love it. So, little mini hack there, but loved it. Absolutely loved that it. one, Paul. No worries. That's me checking out. Paul checking out. Latent plug. Think differently about your business IT. Let's face it, it's impossible to grow a business without digital technology. Now more than ever, with everything going on in the world right now, businesses are struggling to manage, protect and work in the cloud. Transform your business IT with expert support from ThinkCloud. Learn how the most successful businesses in your sector consistently generate up to 20% higher revenues at 30% lower costs. You've come this far. You got this. Check out www.think-cloud.co.uk and book a call today.